Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, February 7th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Secret Spaces, featuring Shade Protocol, chatting about Shade Swap. Let's take a listen. Hey, folks, we're going to kick off momentarily. Just give us a moment while we pack the room here. We're back for Secret Spaces, February 7th edition. Give us a moment and we will be starting right up. Morning, guys. Thanks for having us on. Good morning, Shade Protocol. We're also going to get Patrick up here to co-host. He's going to uh, help add our pinned tweet here. We're also going to make sure this goes out to all the communities. We ask that you share the link to this Twitter space with your communities on Telegram, on Discord, on Twitter, wherever your friends get their Twitter space news. Make sure they come and check this out today. We're super excited to be talking about Shade Swap. And I think that a lot of people have been looking forward to Shade Swap for quite some time. So please jump on in here, hit us up. We'll get started in just a moment. But please share the link around first so we can pack the room for these guys. Have we gotten this shared out in Telegram and elsewhere? I see it's up in the Shade Protocol Telegram, for example, which is great. Yep, announcements are out on all channels. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get started. I mean, we're here five minutes after the hour. I think it's a perfect time to get kicked off with the Shade team. Again, this is Secret Spaces. We do these every Tuesday. Uh, we're doing this with the Shade Protocol team to discuss Shade Swap, one of the many products that's coming out of the Shade Protocol team, all secured by Secret Network, all uh, all superpowered applications that are possible in our ecosystem, but interoperable with the rest of the cosmos and beyond. I'm crazy excited to hear about what the heck Shade Swap is, what it does, and how you can start using it. Uh, before we get to all that, though, let's at least figure out who we've got up here on stage with me. So who's joining us from the Shade account today? Let us know who you are and what your involvement with the project is. Hey, guys. Thanks for, thanks for having us. It's, it's Fisco on the, on the Shade account today. Carter had, Carter's not taking a vacation um, out in South Carolina with some family, so he's busy this afternoon. But still getting super close to launch so we're all we're all working pretty pretty hard right now but it is fiscal from the shade account awesome well welcome and uh it's good to be welcoming shade back to secret spaces we've had you guys on here before to talk about your roadmap i'd say you're one of the highest profile projects in the secret ecosystem you guys have a pretty big team and a pretty big roadmap and a very big vision for privacy first DeFi, which is really exciting to see so since we've got you here, we decided to do what we always do for Secret Spaces uh, and let people mint a Freedom Mint NFT, a secret NFT, just for showing up, just for hanging out with you today. Uh, so every time we host a Secret Spaces, you can go, you can see the pinned tweet here, click through to mint your very own secret badge. 
these are our versions of POAPs, but they're awesome and privacy preserving, so they're better. Uh, but you will need the claim code. So for the first time today, we will reveal the claim code. The claim code is SPARTAN. All one word, all capital SPARTAN, S-P-A-R-T-A-N. Put in that code, mint your secret spaces badge, and then you can show off that you were here supporting the Shade team, or you can keep it privately for yourself. That's the awesome part about secret NFTs. The choice is always yours as the collector. So without any further ado, let's get back into Shade Protocol. We're delighted to have this go with us here. There's probably at least one person in the audience, maybe this is the first time they've heard anything about Shade Protocol. Uh, so let's fix that right now. What is Shade Protocol? Give us the big picture. Absolutely. Yeah. So the big picture of Shade is that we are an array or a super app of privacy preserving DeFi applications, obviously built on secret network, rev leveraging your guys' privacy technology. Um, but we really believe that to have a coherent DeFi ecosystem, privacy is necessary. So then based off that privacy, we're able to build a ton of different DeFi applications that all interoperate with one another and accrue value back to Shade and help with the stability of Silk, our stablecoin. So we've got lending stablecoin swap coming out at the end of the month here. And then we've already got bonds staking derivative portfolio page and other products that are live on our current mainnet. Awesome. If anybody wants to follow along, by the way, while we're doing this, where where can they go and uh, and check out Shade Protocol? Did you say Did you say the website? Yeah, head to app.shadeprotocol.io, and you can check out everything that's live on mainnet. There's links to docs, links to our socials, and you can find out a lot more about what we're building over there. Amazing. All right. So for anybody who wants an interactive space, go see what Shade's already launched. But of course, we really want to hear about what Shade hasn't launched. We want to get the alpha. We want to know what's coming. So since we now kind of understand the big picture here, let's start talking about some specifics. What is ShadeSwap? We're here to talk about ShadeSwap. It sounds pretty exciting to me. What the heck is it? Yeah, ShadeSwap's really what we picture as, as one of the centerpieces of what we're building. Obviously, it's a decentralized exchange, and th those have been built before, but there's a couple of specific pieces to ShadeSwap that make it super special. First off, obviously, it's privacy preserving, which is a huge, huge aspect of the swap. But we also have taken Curves Mathematics and iterated, iterated on those and developed a new version of a curve for ShadeSwap that we're super, super excited about. This allows asymmetric control over, over the slippage curve. So as you, as you get to further ends of the tail on a curve, for example, the one that's being used on Curve, curve Finances, the typical model is that the slippage rates are symmetrical on both on both sides but with our new mathematics we were able to develop a curve that has differential control over both over both tail ends so you can incentivize different order flows you can incentivize directionality for stable coins and staking derivatives but that really makes shade swap super super efficient on gas super super efficient on slippage and hopefully one of the one of the most efficient dexes that's ever been made in in DeFi as a whole amazing i like the sound of new math i was sick of the old math so this sounds pretty cool um so at launch i mean right we're talking about um 
the whole arc here from launch to the to the far future for Sage Swap. I know you guys have a big plan. What what's the very first thing people are gonna be able to do? Once you guys are live, what do you what do you want them to come to Shade and do on the first day? Yeah, very first thing you'll be able to do since we're integrated with a bunch of other DeFi applications on our on our own website, you'll be able to bridge in any of your Cosmos assets or Ethereum assets through the Axelar bridge. And immediately with those assets brought into the secret network ecosystem, into the Shade app, you'll be able to head to swap and you'll be able to swap assets. You'll be able to buy bonds. You'll be able to use our staking bonds. You'll be able to bridge to other chains. And essentially, we're really envisioning Shade protocol and uh, the privacy preserving aspects of it as the privacy hub for the Cosmos, a privacy option for Ethereum and really an interconnected space where you can come do any of your DeFi transactions wrapped in privacy and then leave or enter from any of the different ecosystems that we're attached to. Awesome. Yeah, bridging is obviously something that we talk a lot about in the Cosmos and in the secret ecosystem kind of specifically. How, how are you guys... How are you guys thinking about all of that bridging right now? Or have you been talking to a lot of people about bridging? It feels like the biggest thing for somebody like you is just being able to get the assets in and get the assets out. How, how do you guys think about that? Knowing that you're building specifically on secret, but you're trying to be interoperable with everybody in the interchain and beyond. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's a, that's a great question. So essentially what it comes down to for us with, with a bridge is that we want uh, access to your assets in the entire Cosmos ecosystem and Ethereum ecosystems to be super easy and super straightforward and also super closely associated with other DeFi products. So there, there's an issue right now where, say, say you use uh, Axelar Bridge from Ethereum and you bring in ETH wrapped access. So you've got AXL USD, uh, USDC. It's, it's difficult then from that point to find DeFi applications that are easily accessible right from that bridging point of entry. And then you actually have to take those assets, move it to other chains, move it to other applications. And they're all kind of siloed away from each other and it creates a really difficult user flow. So part of what the secret network or the shared protocol vision is with all of our applications under, under one banner is to have a super seamless UI UX experience where an individual who's interested in leveraging secret network privacy or using shade DeFi applications can come, come from Ethereum or come from Cosmos and directly move into our ecosystem, utilize all of the DeFi services that we're offering and that we're building out, and eventually be able to leverage Silk, leverage other stable coins on our swaps, on our lending, all without um, using more than three or four clicks from, from the bridging. Amazing. I mean, it's great to hear you guys talking specifically about the user experience because it feels like the last thing that gets talked about a lot of the time in the blockchain space is exactly that, the user experience. We're very concerned with the secret ecosystem about the user experience, and we get told all the time, we're used to get told all the time anyways, oh, you know, privacy is important, but it always makes the user experience worse. And users don't accept that. Or users don't care about privacy, so why would they want to use anything that's harder to use? A lot of the time in the blockchain space, I don't really think it's the privacy aspect that makes things harder to use. A lot of the time, it's just we've deliberately kind of made things hard to use. Uh, and it's clear to me that already on launch, you guys have thought a lot about how to make Shade and its products 
very usable, despite the fact that users are getting privacy guarantees as well, it's going to feel more usable than a lot of Web3 applications where you get no privacy guarantees. It just Maybe that's too low of a bar to set because so many blockchain applications are, are essentially uh, unusable for the for the everyday user. But you know that's a great way to get adoption early on is to just make it usable. And I don't think that we've seen any indication that giving privacy to users makes something unusable. You just have to be a little bit more considerate about the user experience. A hundred percent. Yeah, and we're and we're constantly going back to the drawing board and iterating, and we've got thousands of mock-ups of things that we've tried that weren't weren't the ideal so we're we're constantly thinking about this ui ux experience and obviously the privacy aspect does complicate it a little bit but we've really found that with a lot of intentional thought and effort put behind ui ux and user flow that we've been able to unlock a privacy preserving experience that still makes sense to the user still is incredibly straightforward and still functions in a way that onboarding new users, even new new users to DeFi in general, can be super seamless and super comfortable from, from a Web2 kind of background from, that most people are coming from. But that, that's totally true. I think in the space in general, there is a super, super low bar for usability and UI UX and just general, general functionality and web design of some DeFi products. So we're really hoping that all of the thought and effort that have gone into usability and interface experience is is going to pay off because we're already we're already fingers crossed and based on some feedback that we've heard setting ourselves up in a pretty in a pretty good positioning with what we're what we're putting out but we're hoping obviously to set ourselves apart through a lot of different aspects and obviously UI UX is one of them and one of the most important ones for sure Incredible. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I see it completely your way as well. That uh, And I know you guys aren't the type of people to be satisfied just by hurdling a very low bar here. Obviously, you're going for best in class regardless. But yeah, we can all agree that there's, <laughs> there is a pretty low bar in the blockchain space right now. Um, and you, it, it's great to see you guys considering this. And I hope other dApps in the secret ecosystem also uh, sort of rise to the occasion. Uh, you, if you guys set a best-in-class example, I hope to see other players in the secret ecosystem consistently try to do the same. Let's return for a moment to talk about uh, staking derivatives on ShadeSwap. I know that when we've talked before, we've talked about how staking derivatives are intended to play a really critical role. But there's probably a lot of people listening here who don't know much about staking derivatives, who've never interacted with a staking derivative, don't understand the consequences or advantages. Lay it out for us. How are you guys thinking about staking derivatives on ShadeSwap? Why are they important? And why is it giving you guys an advantage with how you've decided to build the product? Yeah, 100%. So let me, let me break this apart into three different sections here. First, I'll address how ShadeSwap specifically functions that's beneficial for derivatives. I'll touch on how we're thinking about them, and then I'll kind of talk a little bit on, on the future and where I think everything's going with staking derivatives in general in the cosmos. But to start off, when we started building ShadeSwap, we knew that mathematically we wanted to build something with the asymmetric tail control just to add a little bit more specificity in the ways that we could set up our swap. But we weren't 100% sure how that would exactly function and what the exact use cases for that would be. Obviously, in some cases, it's beneficial for Silk. We can protect Silk's peg by incentivizing slippage in one direction or, or the other. 
but that wasn't necessarily the unlock for the utility that um that was really the game changer what happened was we started talking with stride and we realized that in these conversations for staking derivatives specifically, the order, order flow is really uni, unidirectional. So for the most part, people are in the staking derivative and they're leaving to go back to the underlying L1 token. And on a symmetric slippage curve, there's a ton of wasted liquidity underneath one side of the curve where all of this liquidity is being provided under the curve for people to go from the L1 token into the staking derivative. But the real bulk of the order flow is actually moving the opposite direction, where most people are holding the staking derivative, and the majority of the order, order flow is actually going back to the L1 token. So we realized that with our new mathematics and our new curve, we could essentially jack up the slippage on one side and push all of the liquidity in the swap to one direction so that we have a hyper, hyper efficient DEX that allows users to go with almost zero slippage from the staking derivative back to the underlying L1 token. So all of a sudden we found ourselves with this new math that's super highly efficient for one of the fastest growing parts of the DeFi ecosystem in the Cosmos specifically. So when we were thinking about derivatives, we had this, we had this curve and we realized that we really wanted derivatives to be a centerpiece of shade swap. So in our eyes currently, Derivatives are the most efficient way for any user in general to hold to hold an L1 token, because that means you can take that staking derivative, you can liquidity provide, you can do other DeFi actions with it, but the whole time you're still receiving the staking rewards from the under L1, underlying L1, and not missing out on any of those rewards while you use the liquid derivative in whatever context you need. That also contextualized for liquidity providers means that you can come in, take two liquid stake derivatives and provide liquidity on both sides of a swap and be earning trading fees and be earning the underlying staking rate the entire time on both sides. So we also have now a swap that allows liquidity providers to be earning two L1 emission rates plus trading, trading fees on our swap. So it's super, super hyper efficient for the users that are trading between derivatives, as well as the liquidity providers that are earning, earning three streams of revenue, essentially, from these, these swaps that they're liquidity providing on. And then that kind of gets me into the last piece, which is, which is the future. I think in general right now, even though we do have some pretty mature staking derivative co uh, products in the Cosmos, We've still we've still been seeing that the LSD market in Cosmos is pretty pretty underdeveloped, and there's some great key players that we're already working with. But we really think that a year from now, two years from now, the the main bulk of transactions and liquidity will be tied up in staking derivatives, just because it's such a hyper efficient way of holding holding capital that you can still use functionally in a bunch of different contexts. So one of the main focuses of ShadeSwap is that it's going to be a staking derivative focused DEX. And we've got countless partners that we're already chatting with. We've got emissions deals set up with teams like Stride. And we're super, super excited to be a really focused LSD DEX as well as a stablecoin DEX. Wow. 
All right, now we're getting into the big stuff, right? The, the whole meat of it here. You said a lot of big words there. You say like an LSD DEX, a stable swap DEX. Uh, I also heard multiple partners. Uh, what, what else can you tell us there about these partners? Because obviously uh, we, we do talk about this a lot on Secret Spaces as well. Like UX is important, uh, but equally important is distribution and incentives. Like how are these applications getting into the hands of users? Why should they use them in the first place? A lot of the time things just get built and there's no consideration uh, to, to any of that stuff. Clearly you guys have thought about this very hard. So when you're thinking about hitting those big TBL numbers, a million, 10 million, a hundred million, you know, how are you thinking about these partnerships and how are your partners thinking about you? Yeah, that's that's a great question uh, directed, directed for me actually. I'm, I work with partnerships on the shade side. So this is really kind of what I'm thinking about constantly. And on the partnership side, what's really exciting on, on ShadeSwap is that with, with this highly efficient DEX, with the APRs that we see in general benchmarking against other, other DEXs that have similar, similar strategies and similar pairings, we're seeing that we're able to acquire TVL at a rate that's much more significant than a lot of our competitors just due to the efficiency of this so all of a sudden, we're in a place where we're coming to partners and we're saying, hey, mathematically, we are literally one of the best options that you could choose to put your emissions on our decks. So, so we've been having some great partners that have been coming to the table. And really, it's a strategic conversation of, obviously, this is a beneficial, this is a beneficial move for both of us. Now, how do we best situate ourselves timing-wise, community-wise, to leverage this as much as possible? And I think Stride is a great example of a team that we've really strongly allied ourselves with. And they've got a good, strong community. They've got a good, strong Cosmos base. And really when it comes down to it, the partners that we're looking for have a strong community. They have a great product. They're, they're highly reactive in the space. They're producing something that we trust and that we know that our users, secret network users, and as well their community all will work well together and all will want to use and interoperate, move around between our, our different products. That's super cool. I mean, I'm going to have to dig a lot more into all these potential partners. Of course, as you, some of these, I think you've announced some of them, I don't think are quite as announced. So as soon as you guys are starting to release a little bit more information, I'll certainly go down the rabbit hole and, uh, and see what you guys have covered. A hundred percent, hundred percent. And realistically at this point, it's all all of the big LSD providers in the cosmos are are at the table and we're we're having conversations with everybody. So it's it's a little bit of a waiting game at this point to to get shade swap out the door and see that that TVL start to roll in. But we're we're very confident that we've positioned ourselves strategically at this point and we're super excited for the product to hit to hit mainnet. Yeah, it definitely sounds like people are have been waiting a long time for an app like this to exist in in any universe, you know, Cosmos or otherwise, and certainly within the secret universe, this is one of a kind. We do have a very rapidly expanding DeFi universe in secret. You know, obviously we've had Sienna Live for a long time. We've also got a lot of things being built, like Blizzard, and we have things like Button Swap doing aggregation. But I think you guys might have maybe, uh, you know, you have a very aggressive an extensive roadmap. Before we get into talking specifically about that roadmap, um, I did want to quickly ask, because I know you guys had ShadeSwap coming a little bit earlier. 
uh, and the date's been pushed a couple times. What what's the current timeline looking like for the release of Shade Swap? And and what were you guys learning that made you make the decision to kind of push things a bit? Yeah, the the current timeline is is looking really good. We're we're still looking at at within this month, and we're having conversations as we speak with the with the developers to get a exact accurate timeline, which will be announced soon. But what happened is we pushed Shade Swap out to to public testnet. And we we incentivize the the public test net and our community and the secret community as well as some of our partners communities are super super strong very active communities and we've seen we've seen thousands of tickets roll in through the last last few weeks and so far there's been nothing major nothing breaking which is is great we've pushed we've pushed our auditing through through several rounds as well as external audits through several several rounds. But some of these smaller, smaller UI UX bugs and in light fixes that we've been doing um, have been prioritized just just because of the amount of them there. And we really want to prioritize safety and security and to make sure that we're pushing out a top notch product to our community. So in in that, I say we have delayed the product a little bit, but we also simultaneously want to thank all of our community members who participated in this public test net and helped us make sure that we're releasing an optimized product to to the community once it hits mainnet. Awesome. Well, I love optimized product. <laughs> and I certainly have a lot of empathy for people who build these incredibly complex things and then choose to take a small delay as opposed to put out a product that could be difficult to use or potentially dangerous to use in this case it doesn't sound like there's much danger but it does sound like you just want to put the best thing possible in front of the community so they can hit the ground running and i know you guys got a lot of positive feedback in the past for example about uh the ux behind your airdrop claims mm -hmm. uh, i know that that was something you guys considered a lot is there anything in particular you kind of learned from past releases that you're looking to apply here like your experience with getting the airdrop claim live which was a, a technical feat in itself a hundred percent yeah so it's obviously we're, we're a young team and this is for many of us the for first time that we've that we've launched some of these products we've got teams that are that are contributing and individuals that have gone through the whole DeFi cycle before but for some of us this is the this is the first time through so we're all we're all on our toes learning learning a bunch but we're continuing to get more and more dialed and pushing out more and more accurate release dates and deadlines. But obviously, we're we're still in the learning process, and we're building products that have in the world never been never been built before. So there's always a bit of a learning curve for stuff like that. But again, the the biggest thing for us is we've consistently really seen that our community is extremely supportive of us pushing out the best products and the safest products and the most well designed products rather than hit hit a deadline so we've seen great positive community feedback even after we've pushed back this deadline of people that are really just looking forward to shade swap coming and we're really looking forward to pushing out a product that will will exceed everyone's expectations in every every level of the design but the biggest learning curve has definitely been just the whole product cycle and it's it's we're building new things that have never been done before so well, unfortunately, you've raised my expectations a lot. So you have to now hurdle this this newly raised bar. 
if anybody can do it, I'm sure it's you guys. But just be aware that now I'm extremely excited. Um, and I expect a lot from you. I'm, I'm confident um, we'll exceed, Tor. I was just, I was just presenting uh, Testnet to some of our partners this morning, and I was, I was blowing my own socks off just watching myself go through this product. It's, it's a beautiful product. It works seamlessly. We're just super pumped to get it out to the community. And again, it's, this, is, this is coming extremely soon. The wait will not be very long. That's good. I'm very impatient. Uh, well, we are about halfway through this space, and usually that's when I will reshare some very important information for listeners because we have free to mint secret NFTs for every Secret Spaces attendee every single week. This week is no exception. Uh, so if you want to go grab this week's free to mint NFT, it's very easy to do. It costs you nothing, but you do need the claim code. This week's claim code is Spartan, all one word, capital letters, Spartan, S-P-A-R-T-A-N. You can go click through the link in the pinned tweet here. It'll take you straight to a page where you can claim today's secret badge and you can show it off uh, or not. That's the great thing about privacy by default. It is completely up to you whether you want to just keep this for yourself or show it off to everyone in the world. It is up to the user. Privacy is about choice. Thank you for everybody who's chosen to tune in today so far with the Shade team. Just to reset, we are talking with the Shade Protocol team about ShadeSwap. We are talking about this next generation of DeFi on Secret. And we spent 30 minutes now about talking about ShadeSwap. Let's go and talk about everything else Shade Protocol is up to. You guys have launched a few things already. But before we talk about that, let's talk about what you haven't launched. What else are you guys working on that we might see in the near future? Let's look beyond Shade Swap just, just a little bit. What else is out on the horizon that people should start getting excited about already? If we're talking, if we're talking, waiting just a little bit, I do have some, some great stuff coming with Silk, our stablecoin as well as our as our lending application which will be coming with within within the next month here as well so we've got we've got two of our main products coming almost side by side and silk and the lending protocol will be are almost fully complete they're in a super super good spot but we are waiting for swap to launch ahead of those just to add that increased utility for silk so that once you come to the lending page you mint out silk you'll have that immediate liquidity or that immediate immediate utility with swap and be able to use silk in all sorts of different contexts but the lending protocol and silk are the products that are next up on the line and really the finalization for the main net of shared protocol and the vision that we set out to build um, over a year ago cool i think silk is the thing that when I talk about secret DeFi at conferences or when I just have casual conversations about the importance of privacy to finance, Silk is the one thing that everybody seems to latch onto because it's this idea that you'll have a asset that's not meant for speculation, it's meant to be a store of value, but we also are considering privacy first and foremost, this idea that everybody has the right to transact without being globally surveilled. And of course, like with other secret tokens, 
you always have the choice of whether to disclose your own activities. It's auditable, but it's still private by default, which is critical, I think, for actually empowering users with decentralized finance, as opposed to just creating a much worse version of the systems we've already got. When you guys have conversations about Silk, what do you hear people say about this? Like, what are they most excited for when they hear about Silk? And then maybe like, what do they have the most questions about? What are they most skeptical of? Uh, if they don't understand it, what are the kinds of questions they ask you in order to try to wrap their heads around it? So are you hearing me here? Yeah. Are you hearing me, I suppose, is a better question. You hearing me here? I am hearing you. Maybe, Patrick, are you hearing everyone? Yeah, I can hear both of you. Okay. So everybody can hear me, but potentially Shade can no longer hear us. Hey, guys. You hearing me here? We, we've heard you all along. Can you hear us yet? Oh, we were doing so well. Well, he'll be back in a second. We'll get him back up onto the stage in the meantime. Um, I'll say a little bit more about at least what, what I know. Oh, they're already back. Let's see if we can get them back up here. Hey, let's do a mic check. Hey, are we back? If you can hear me. I can. can. Amazing. Yeah, we could hear you all along. You just stopped being able to hear me. Oh, weird. I've been having that issue on the last like six Twitter spaces that I've got on where all of a sudden it'll drop and I can't hear any of the other speakers. But as long as we're back, I'm good to move forward. You were asking about... Let's move... Did you hear my question? Yeah, I heard you finish up with asking about Silk and what some of our partners and the conversations we're having, what they're most excited about, as well as the biggest kind of questions or worries that they have with Silk. Was there anything else to it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, not not even just partners. Like I'm saying, like a lot of people seem excited about stable coins, mm -hmm. and then they get excited about privacy, and then they hear about private by default stable coins, and they're like, whoa. But they always have a lot of questions about like, well, well, how, what actually keeps it stable? What actually keeps it private? I mean, I'm just curious when you guys are talking about Silk, do you find that that is what blows people's mind? And then what kind of questions are they asking you? Like, what do you see people most curious about? Because it really is not a concept yet mm -hmm. in the DeFi space. You guys are about to make it a concept. I think the... This is probably the same, same answer for both of those pieces of the question, but I've both seen people be most excited about the fact that Silk is a basket pegged currency, as well as have the biggest questions about that concept. So essentially what Silk is, is a conglomerate peg of a bunch of different fiat assets, as well as Bitcoin, gold, and it's pegged to all of these assets, which lend its stability to the peg and allow it to be a super flexible functional currency in this kind of universal sense where it's not pegged directly to USD or it's not pegged directly to the euro exclusively. It's actually pegged to this conglomerate basket of all of these, all of these currencies and commodities, which allow it to be hyper flexible with regulation, with movement between the peg if some of these fiat currencies or pegged currencies start inflating or deflating extremely quickly. And from some of our global partners, we've seen great excitement with this specifically because it's one of the one of the first stable coins that's not directly pegged to the United States dollar exclusively. So this all of a sudden opens it up to tons of different markets. It's pegged to the to the yen. It was pegged um, initially in one of our scopings to the ruble, and then that was rescoped. It's pegged to the euro. It's pegged to the Canadian dollar. So all of a sudden, you've got all of these different national currencies that are represented 
in one currency as this conglomerate. And it really kind of lends towards, towards that utility of having it be cross-functional across many different areas of the globe. And secondly, secondly to that, there's also probably been the most questions from, from people on that of people wondering how functionally it works, wondering why we decided to do that instead of peg to the US dollar. But in my eyes, I really think this is one of the first steps in the future of currency where we've already seen currency move, move on chain. We've seen dollar pegged stable coins like DAI and USDC that are both centralized or decentralized. And that frontier has kind of been reached. And the next step for that is adoption. I think Silk is really on that initial frontier of being a different version of a future currency where it's pegged to, to this global basket. It's on-chain. It's decentralized. And we're really seeing ourselves fit in on that frontier and simultaneously ch challenging um, and tackling the challenge of developing Silk to be this currency as well as increasing adoption and utility in competition with the hundreds of other stable coins that you see on the market currently. But to answer your question, simultaneously, I think the basket peg has been one of the most exciting features that I've heard and one of the most questioned features from, from people as well. Amazing. Well, I, again, like I had all the same questions hearing about it for the first time, and I think you guys at least privately have answered a lot of them for me. But even so, what matters is adoption when we start to see things like silk in uh, in people's hands and in practice. I, I, I must ask, I don't think you'll tell me, what kind of timeline are we looking at for silk? And have you guys been thinking about maybe some partners for driving silk adoption inside and outside the crypto space? Yeah, so for the timeline, I, all I'll say is, is soon. We're, we're very, very close. We're waiting on Swap to get out the door here within, within the next couple of weeks. And then in short order, uh, very short order, we'll have Silk and the lending, the lending application live. And like I said, those are very far along in their development. So there's some very minor things that have to happen at the end here. But we're extremely close to having Silk in the hands of users and having users be able to use it and swap it on our new our new decks so super excited for those coming coming in short order here but on the, on the adoption side of things we've got a ton of really cool really cool things coming down the pipeline and really cool partnerships that we're chatting with everything from video games that are looking to denominate the in-game currency and in-game values in a stablecoin in silk all the way to fiat integrations so ton of ton of exciting stuff coming down the pipeline nothing that i will i will drop directly as alpha here on this call but there are some stuff that are that are coming in short order once we have once we have silk launched and a ton of exciting adoptions awesome well we're getting to that last quarter of the twitter space so if anybody has questions for this awesome team start putting your hands up we will be bringing you up on stage to ask your questions give your updates or if you just have general questions about the secret ecosystem secret DeFi, if you have your own ideas for the role that privacy can and should play in decentralized finance stick your hand up we'll try to bring you up here on stage just before we get to those questions though i'll ask you one last question for now uh what do people need to do 
if they want to get involved with Shade right now, either as a user of their product, as a member of the community, or just somebody following along uh, on Twitter or elsewhere, what should they do? Awesome question. One of the first things I'd say for you to do, if you were an Adam Osmo secret staker and you were holding, holding that, go to our webpage and check to see if you're eligible for our airdrop. And if you are and haven't claimed it, get on that. We've, we've got an impressive claim rate already over 50% for our airdrop claim, but there's still a bunch of people that haven't claimed. And if you were eligible for that airdrop, you have got free shade sitting waiting for you on our, on our webpage. So go check that out first off. Hit us with a follow on Twitter. We hold regular Twitter spaces. We tweet out alpha and updates on the, on the product timeline. We've also got Telegram and Discord communities that are super active. So I definitely recommend checking that out. Ask any questions in any of those chats. And we've got community mods and community members that'll be happy to answer anything. And then last, if you are interested in partnering with the Shade Protocol, seeing how you can work with our DeFi suite, partnering with marketing product, or interested in Silk, I'd love to chat. Uh, hit me up on Twitter at Fisco, and we can get a conversation rolling on how you can partner with Shade Protocol. Sweet. Well, obviously follow Shade here on Twitter. That's one click away for all of you. Just give them a follow right here. Uh, we do have somebody else joining us up on stage for just a moment. So welcome to the stage, Red Eye. Hey guys, can you hear me? We can hear you. Can you hear us? Yes, I can. Uh, thank That's great. Thank you for uh, bringing me up on stage. Um, the first thing uh, I'd like to say is just uh, how blown away I personally am and how, how blown away the Shade Protocol team has been in the amount of engagement and feedback we've received in this test net. I believe Fisco covered it. Um, but we have seen not only the secret network community, but our partner, uh, our partner communities come out in full force and participate in the incentivized test net uh, that we're running. And uh, I and the, the team uh, have been incredibly appreciative and are very grateful for everyone that has participated and is going to continue participating in the future. Um, the, the main thing I really wanted to highlight here and uh, some of this, uh, requires some of the context Fisco provided earlier was that shade is changing a lot of paradigms for, you know, whether it be capital efficiency for particular DeFi products or, uh, you know, staying very true to the ethos of decentralization and what it means to be a decentralized stablecoin. Um, really what I wanted to point out was that because we are challenging so many narratives and are really trying to push the bounds um, of what it means to be a successful and sustainable uh, DeFi project, that's going to require a lot of uh, effort on our part to educate not only retail users, power users, institutions, anyone that could benefit from using our products. And so um, this is more a statement for the community to uh, expect um, a lot of information coming from Shade Protocol about the how these products, um, you know, actually propose value to all the different types of users, and um, really just uh, want to congratulate the Shade Protocol team for getting to this point, and very excited to see these products finally come to fruition and uh, have everyone be able to interact with them. I, I, my excitement cannot be overstated here. 
Well, if anybody else wants to come up on stage and express their excitement, we do have another 10 minutes towards the top of the hour. People can come on, ask their questions of the Shade team. It's rare that we have their full and undivided attention here. So come on up. Or again, if you've got questions just generally around the secret ecosystem or other apps that are launching, or if you have your own updates to share, this is the perfect time. We do do this weekly as Secret Spaces. We also encourage, of course, people to join our communities. The main one is our Discord. You can come to chat.scrt.network. Also, you should definitely follow us here. Just tap right on the Secret Network account and give us a follow. If you're not already, we would love to keep in touch with you. But I would highly recommend joining the Secret community and getting to know some of these other amazing builders and contributors that have been supporting us some for years and years and years and years in the Shade Protocol team has been here years and years and years. Uh, that's how we know they're as dedicated to this ethos of privacy as we are. Delighted to see a lot of the things they've been talking about for years finally becoming reality. Can't wait for all of you to get hands-on with the products that they've been talking about uh, once they become mainnet. Uh, it is super exciting to see this next generation emerging before our eyes. Uh, so again, Stick your hands up here. We got about 10 minutes. Otherwise, I always I always have questions that I can ask because I always want to know more about this kind of stuff. Uh, so while we wait to see if anybody else wants to come up here, I'll ask one more time. Uh, is there any DeFi product outside the secret ecosystem that you guys are watching and thinking about and thinking like, oh, that's being done right or that is super interesting? Like where where are you guys taking inspiration from? Yeah, I think the the first two that come to mind are Crescent Up and Umi. We're we're big fans both of both of their teams, and we've we've chatted with them with them several times. But Umi's really, I think, has one one of the main things been able to create a super vibrant community of people that are deeply involved in in their protocol, and that's really something that we're we are seeking to emulate with with shade and on secret network but their their lending protocol um has gotten great great adoption and we've seen them continue to grow during during this bear market so both of those projects I, i'd say are are up there and for myself personally as as strategic partnerships or business development my my kind of ideal that i always shoot for is the polygon team i think i've been more impressed with their business development than almost any other any other project in web3 so if i if i could dream and say in five years the shade protocol team will have done business development in one way or partnerships in one way it would be emulating polygon i think they've done some really impressive work partnering with traditional traditional finance and traditional um, industries as well as new new web3 teams Cool. Yeah, I mean, I have to agree. It's hard to argue with results. So when it comes to doing things that seem to get global adoption or touch millions of users, and that's the scale we're searching for here, definitely looking at those other ecosystems where they've done a really effective job, trying to take a ton of inspiration. Uh, it's too early to say uh, how many of these things that seem like pilots are going to turn into multi-billion dollar opportunities. But Definitely seeing that some other ecosystems have at least made that a conversation. Finally, we're starting to say to ourselves, maybe this is real. Maybe everybody is going to use this stuff. It was not that long ago that everybody was assuming that this stuff would never scale outside of a bunch of nerds. 
clearly no longer the case. Clearly, we can take a lot of inspiration from what's already worked, but clearly a lot of work to be done in order to cross the chasm or to introduce things like privacy that to this point haven't existed. Adoption is nice, but if we get global adoption of things that are fully and radically transparent by default in a way that harms the user experience or harms their security or harms their freedoms, then we're in trouble. So adoption is great, but adoption uh, in a way that's consistent with our ethos, I think is is important as well. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think at least, at least from my perspective, the, the bear market has really given me a lot of confidence in the staying power that crypto in general has. And it's simultaneously also, I think, highlighted the necessity for, for privacy moving forwards. Um, privacy and self-custody are really two things that everyone's like, oh, shit, like that might be that might be important in the future. So I'm really excited to be to be working with Secret Network on such an important um, personal liberty thing like privacy and its future in the DeFi space and in the financial space in general. So it's it's cool to see it develop and it's only made me more confident in in the future of the future of the space as well as the necessity for things like privacy and personal self-custody. Awesome. Yeah. If I if I can uh add something here uh kind of touching on privacy um with with regards to shade swap uh shade protocol has been able to build something that um provides multiple tiers of value um to to a base of users that secret network previously really hasn't been able to uh service that well um and that's mostly power users um you know when you think about the capital efficiency that comes with a stable swap or a derivative swap the people who are going to really notice that capital efficiency are large players swapping a lot of value um you know smaller players you might not notice the difference between uh one dex to the other especially if you're swapping between um, two different st stable swaps. Um, but in conjunction with that capital efficiency, the privacy that's provided, uh, not only to liquidity providers, but also people swapping, um, adds such an extra, um, it adds another layer of, on the value proposition and for these larger players who might recognize the value of privacy a bit easier than your average retail user um this is a really this is a really big uh big deal for shade protocol and so i'm excited to see how the growth of uh larger players and not only the cosmos uh, DeFi ecosystems but uh you know ethereum and other ecosystems that uh axelar is connected to just seeing the growth um you know in DeFi. yeah that that's a great point red i think the the privacy aspect, the efficiency of our swamp, uh, the ability to be getting real yield from both sides of of liquidity providing. There's tons of these different aspects that all build on top of each other to create in Shade Protocol what is a great space for some of the bigger players in the DeFi ecosystem. So super excited to see that develop. We're working with some teams over over on Ethereum or the Ethereum focus side to build out pipelines for end user acquisition. Um, 
models to to get Ethereum people over here and get some new people into the cosmos as well. So there's a lot of things at play and a lot of pieces that we're that we're building building to set things up so that we can really get a lot of a lot of folks over into this ecosystem. Can't wait to see people starting to discover the depth and the breadth of the cosmos through all of these different things that are launching right now. Today, obviously, we're talking about a secret dApp, something that's launching mostly uh, with Secret Network. But you guys touch every single chain in the cosmos, right? And every single user in the cosmos is going to end up exploring what you're doing. And people using ETH-based assets are going to bridge over and be able to explore what you're doing. Uh, and then, of course, there's all these incredible dApp chains in the cosmos. And uh, Look, people don't really understand the depth and the breadth of what's already been built here, and they probably don't understand the power of what you guys are are launching. Uh, but they will, they will, and until the stuff is live, which is imminent, and that's exciting. Um, being able to talk it with about it with you guys is a pleasure. Being able to hear more about how you've been thinking about it, being able to hear a little bit about what's next as well, and the, and the broader vision for Shade beyond Shade Swap beyond Silk. It is really cool and really exciting. So I wanted to thank you for taking time out of your very busy day to come and join us, lay it all out. Uh, we really do look forward to uh, seeing this stuff go live. And when we get to talk to you next on Secret Spaces, I'm sure we'll have you guys back again in the future. But for now, good luck. Good luck with the launch and good luck um, getting this stuff to hundreds of millions of TVL what we all want and it's uh it's exciting to see that you guys have a path to get there thanks for having us on tour great great to chat again if you're interested in what we're building head to shadeprotocol.io or app.shadeprotocol.io either of the two for information and check out what we've got live and again we're looking forward to getting swap out the door for all of you and silk and lend in short order after that thanks guys amazing and thank all of you for joining us today in the Secret Spaces audience. Please don't forget to claim your secret badge for attending. The link is still pinned here in the pinned tweet. Get in there now. I'm gonna give that claim code just one very last time. That claim code is Spartan. All one word, Spartan. That's the claim code you need to claim it. Go claim your badge. Show off that you were here today supporting the Shade team. Come back next week. Show off that you were supporting next week's guests and come back every week to keep learning more about the secret ecosystem, the people that are building, the people who are trying to scale privacy first solutions to global adoption. Delighted to have all of you here and in the secret ecosystem. Looking forward to seeing you next time. Until then, be well and I'll see you around the secret universe. Take it easy. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Secret Spaces, featuring Shade Protocol, discussing Shade Swap. Recorded on Tuesday, February 7th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support, man. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay. Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way. Resuscitating major players in the waiting room. Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools. Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom. Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom. Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news to let us know what we should believe as the latest truth. Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the 
studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie roll Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls handed reports in The latest proof ain't a way to move Change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch Dope shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastise into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move Change the view Just a bunch of pecker heads Living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner Finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute Then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Spaces.